Hello? Are you there? Hey, what's up? I just thought we could chat for a bit because I want to share some things about being comfortable in my own skin. And how comfortable are you in yours? The reason I ask this question is because I took a lot of steps towards being comfortable in my own skin that had nothing to do with going inside. I would look in the mirror and constantly see all the things that could be better. This could be better, this could be better, this could be better, this could be better. It was never good enough. When I looked in the mirror, I was never good enough. I did not feel good enough. So I would go and attract more of that into my life, not good enough. And my relationships were a reflection of that because the people I was surrounding myself with also did not think they were enough. So I found projections of others' experiences getting put on to me while I was only manifesting my own insecurities and fears through other people. And I can remember being in front of the mirror and thinking about all the things that could be better about me. Never bothering to look in the mirror and say, I love you, you're doing great, good job, that's better. You look beautiful, this is your time. What I did find was that I gave myself the hardest time of all. I was my worst critic. I put so much pressure on myself and I wasn't nice to myself. I was constantly checking things off the box in order to reach something somewhere that does not exist. And I found that the more accolades, the more moving around, the more I worked on looking better, I still was not feeling better. And I wasn't feeling better because I was running away from the things inside, the things that were in my skin, the DNA programming, the patterns, the belief systems of my parents, my parents' parents, my grandparents' parents. And I started to notice what did not belong to me. What was not mine? This is not mine. I, I began to see and feel that what I was experiencing had nothing to do with anything I even understood. There were things that I had seen my parents do or be, but I never felt as if that were something I truly resonated with or something that I believed in. I knew I always felt uncomfortable and out of place and I didn't know why. Why don't I belong? Why 
do I feel like an outcast? Why do I separate myself? And why do I find myself running away? What am I running away from? And I began to move. I began to move very much where I grew up. I moved to so many different places until I started moving states. And then I started moving countries and continents. And there I was running and running and running and going and running and accolades. And, you know, these are the things I need to do because these are going to be the things that define who I am and define my success. But the truth was, wherever I went, that's where I was. The same, the same person, dealing with the same insecurities, the same not enoughness, the same this could be better, or the same detriments, the things that I was doing that were not good for me because I couldn't find a healthy outlet. I was not grounded. I could not find my connection to spirit because I did not know that I had the ability to have one because I was running and I was distracted and I spent my time in places that kept me from being in the oneness, the alignment, the connection to spirit, the connection to God. I had no clue that the slower I moved, the more still I was, the more answers would come, the more magic and miracles would happen and take place before my very eyes. But the process took time. I mean, I did some radical things because to be honest, I was so tired of my own self and behaviors. I was tired of feeling like I needed to live in some form of lack and be in these low vibrations that did not serve me. And I started to attract different teachers, the lessons, the blessings. And although painful, truthful, transformative, the examples got bigger and harder. The pain was piercing, but it was time to make a change. And it was gonna have to happen from the inside out. I was gonna have to go deep under my skin to work on deprogramming to support my insides by redirecting energies, identifying traumas and transmuting these areas that were keeping me from being my best self. And boy, was this tough a lot of breakdowns to breakthroughs. A lot of examples to show me that I was still 
on the path to recovery and that I was still healing because the hits were going to keep coming until I learned my lesson. Until I realized that seeking outside of myself was never going to be the answer. Someone else was not going to save me. There was no one there that was going to take on the responsibility of making me better. I had to be the one to get better. And I could only get better if I worked on the things that needed to be better. And I remember my mom saying to me, why do you do this? Why do you do this to yourself? Why, why do you torture yourself with this work? And I responded with, what do you mean? This is what I have to do in order to become a better version of myself. This is the work that I need to do in order to break any ancestral ties, to transmute any traumas, and to be the new lineage, the new ancestor, to be able to take on a responsibility that only he, not only heals my family lineage, but that sets forth a new path for the ones to come because I understood the responsibility, not only with my family, but for the process of the new earth, the process of all of us working together to do the inner work, knowing that the inner work will be part of the new world. So when it became bigger than me, when I accepted the responsibility when I answered the call. I knew that there were no more excuses. I could no longer procrastinate and hide in my smallness and dim my light because it may make someone else uncomfortable. So more tests and examples presented themselves. Are you truly ready to step into this responsibility? Because we're gonna make sure that while you do that, we send you along some naysayers, people that are gonna judge you and make fun of you, people who are going to laugh at you because we wanna make sure that you are truly ready for this responsibility. Because if you are to be on the payroll of the universe of God, then we wanna make sure you're gonna be committed to this work. We wanna make sure that you understand this is your life's work and it is the most important job that you will ever do. So I humbly accepted and I find my body reacting the dis-ease when I am tested to see if I truly have grown, if I truly have what it takes to be the best possible version of myself, the most expansive, the limitless being 
that is here living during this time. I mean, it sounds like an easy job, right? <laughs> comfortable in my own skin. Learn to be comfortable in your own skin. So no matter what anybody has to say or think or how they look at you, that you remember it is none of your business because you're doing your job and your job is to be great. Your job is to be and to be means working towards your best and being accepting and not judging yourself and being kind to yourself and being patient with yourself. It means that you're not going to have perfect days every day, but you're going to honor the agreement and the commitment that you have made in this lifetime to show up and show up for you and heal your wounds. Because when you do that, you heal everyone else around you. You heal your relationships. You heal your community. You heal society, humanity, the world, the planet. You connect on other levels that allow for expansive connection in the cosmos to connect with other life forms and energies, honoring the elements, the guides, the archangels, all that is pure white light, God, knowing that this connection, this connection, this light, this force always has your back. You are always supported. There was always enough. I mean, don't you agree? You know, I just feel like if we all stop playing small and got all up in these ego emotions, all insecure that, you know, maybe we could really, really create some magic. How do you see the world? How do you want the world to see you? Because at 43 years old, I'm finally happy in my own skin. I feel good in my own skin. I find that, you know, even the times that I believe that I've healed, completely healed something, that there's a little bit more work to do. So I challenge myself just a little bit more. And I ask. And I wait. And when that experience, when that test, 
when that example is in front of me, I then get to practice. I then get to practice everything I've learned and what I've been through, and then I get to see if I really learned the lesson. Have I truly grown? Am I this new version of myself? So I invite you to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I comfortable in my own skin? Because if you're not, it has nothing to do with what you look like. And it has everything to do with what you feel like. So how do you feel? What do you feel? And where do you feel it? When I want to speak my truth, where does it hurt? Where can I breathe? Where is there a block? When I want to express my desires, what do I feel? Where is it? What is the block? Because that block has a limiting belief. And that limiting belief is something that happened when you were probably a young child that then determined the rest of your life. There's something that was said that made you feel a certain way by what you heard or saw that now has become what you believe to be your identity or part of who you are or the way that it is. But the truth is, is that none of that is real. It's a story. And although it may have taken place and you may have experienced it, with a lot of pain, it is that one thing, my friends, that one thing that is holding you back. Now, do we want to stunt our growth? Do we not want to have the things that we truly desire because we want to hold on to some BS limiting belief? I most certainly don't. Because I no longer look in the mirror as if I'm not good enough or not attractive enough and not deserving of something. I look in the mirror and I say, I'm proud of you and I'm ready. We're ready. Let's do this. I want this. I deserve this. I'm ready for this right now. And if I'm so ready for this and you want me to be a little bit more patient, then I'm going to be more patient because I understand now because I understand that the best things in life, they take time to mold and develop. And if you are energetically vibing high, then don't you want to morph into the highest love energy and attract that into your life in every way, shape, and form? Because if there's a place that I am right now and it feels this good, I can only imagine how much better it will be if I just stay in that place of knowing and the belief that I deserve it in all its glory, with all the rainbows and 
magic carpets. I want to see it the way I imagine it. And I want to allow the universe, I want to allow God to prepare it for me in a way that is beyond my own imagination. So I continue to dream, but I also allow and I surrender to the greatest gift of all, which is the knowing that I'm always supported and that there is something called free will. And what can I do with that? Do I want to play in this game of life? Do I want to be authentic in my relationships? Do I want to explore intimacy and deep conversations and cosmic connections? Because I know that that world exists. And that little girl who was so expansive with her imagination still lives today at 43 years old because I believe in love and I believe in romance and passion and I believe in beautiful friendships and community and I believe in a healthy world. Don't allow the projections of others to stifle you, to rain on your parade. Nobody has that much power over you, but learn to use your voice because you're comfortable in your own skin to communicate effectively, to make an impact, to know that your words are medicine and your shares are healing because you never know who needs to hear what you have to say. So keep shining, come out of the dark, and get comfortable in your skin. Hold on. Hold on. Tighter. Hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Gosh, this is getting really, really hard. Let go. Oh God, I don't wanna let go. Oh. I just have to let go. But, but I don't wanna let go. I mean, I... I I really, really, really feel like this is for me. I don't wanna let go. I don't wanna let go. No, 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 I'm not letting go. It doesn't feel good. It actually hurts. So, so why am I holding on to this? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even making any sense right now. How could something that I want hurt or Why does something that I want hurt? I mean, this is silly. I'm not even making any sense. Let go? Let go of what I want? I mean, 
I'm such a believer in manifesting what you desire. But what if the desire is merely a test, maybe? Or a way to see if what I really desire is truly what I deserve. Because let's be honest, how many things out there don't we want, but don't need, that we desire, but don't need? I mean, there have been many things that I've wanted that were just not good for me. And I realize in all this that the things that were not good for me were merely a reflection of myself and the areas that I still had to work on, the places that I needed to lean into. And I remember thinking, why am I suffering? Like, why am I trying to hold on to something that's not for me? And why am I attracting something that is not for me? And I think the question is, is, is this for me? Therefore, there is work for me to do here because this could be for me? Or if I do this work right after this, that thing that I want so badly is right on the other side. But in order for me to get there, I need to lean in. And that hurts. So which one is it? Is it leaning in or letting go? Letting go or leaning in? I mean, if letting go of something to see if you truly are aligned and it's for your highest good is the way to go then what if leaning in is also about letting go because there's so many times that we're holding on to these thoughts and patterns of things that we're accustomed to el costumbre and we're so comfortable in the discomfort that we don't even bother to notice that it's not good for us. Or we don't even know the difference because we haven't had it before. So now this really beautiful example presents itself and you get a chance to try again. Are you going to lean in or let go? I mean, letting go can be very, very easy sometimes, right? Letting go or walking away from something. So the challenge is leaning into what you know you can let go of because you're used to walking away versus letting go of something that you really want to lean into because you want to make sure that it is truly for you and that it is aligned and it is what you deserve. But in order for you to have that, you must let go because letting go is you honoring yourself 
it is self-love. It is you coming back to you. So you let go of the idea because the idea may just be the subject matter, not the actual not the actual, right? Not the actual thing that you deserve or deserve and desire. Desire and deserve. I mean, we're asking ourselves like, okay, if I really want something, I'm going to leave it in God's hand. If I really want something, I'm going to put my order out into the universe. If I really want something, I'm going to trust. If I really want something, I'm going to have faith. But I don't believe that doing any of those things without intention allow you to manifest the result any faster. I mean, there has to be some form of an action step, something that we're doing to work towards what that desire and dream is. So there's a catch-22 because you're asking yourself, If I am being looked at today to face one of my biggest obstacles, something I'm not used to doing, so I have to lean in to break through so I can break through, transmute, or course correct that specific behavior or desire pattern because then that allows me to then receive what it is that I truly want because I've leaned in and the leaning in allowed me to let go because I'm no longer looking at it with the same set of eyes. We often get caught up with seeing what we see, the perception of what we see what we see on the physical when someone's heart and someone's soul are where the real and true beauty lie. So how do we get to know each other? How do we get to know each other during a time where social media and the internet are just poured in with distractions and things that keep us from truly connecting so when you see something that you like because your eyes are the first things to notice you then ask yourself what am I looking at I mean am I lusting am I loving what is it that I want what is it that I desire where am I today in my life and I I truly believe that after having made so many mistakes in my intimate relationships, not knowing the difference, that the heart, the heart connection with anyone, if it tugs at your heartstrings, if there's a magnetic connection, a pulse, a gravitational pull, Isn't that worth holding on to? Or is that when you really need to let go? I know it's confusing. 
unfortunately, it's confusing me. Because if you feel something and you can't explain what you feel or how you feel or why you feel the way you do, but it's operating from your heart, then you have to go and ask yourself some questions and be honest and speak your truth. Because your truth is gonna set you free. Your truth is going to remove the blockage, the disease in your body that is causing you to feel the way that you do. Which then allows energy to move in your body and for you to be more responsive as opposed to reactive because your nervous system has been disrupted. So, I want to feel. I want to feel. And I want to feel from the heart. And although the heart is the driver, it is the guy, it is leading. When do you make sure, or when in this part of the process, do you begin to use your brain? Logic. Why am I drawn to what I'm drawn to? And is this good for me? Because it feels nice in my heart, but in my head, when I ask myself the question, is this good for me? Is this the usual that we attract? What is different? What is the same? Is it the idea of this? Or is it the real thing? I mean, time is really what tells, isn't it? Or do you need time? Because time doesn't exist, really. So what do you need? What does someone need? let go because life is still going and it's not going to stop so you need to keep living walking your path with an open heart and mind for an expansive experience limitless possibilities and an opportunity to give yourself a new result because you let go. And you let go because you know that there's something out there called free will. And at any moment, you have the ability to walk a new timeline with new energies, new experiences, you just give yourself that chance because you know and understand that you've learned your lesson the universe has served that dish far too many times so you're ready for something new 
So your letting go actually expedites and quantum jumps and leaps into other realities because you've passed the test. You've been there before. And quite frankly, you know what it feels like and you know what happens at the end. So rewriting your story, a new beginning, a new you. Don't you deserve it? Isn't it time? You've worked so hard. You've put in the time to get to know yourself, to love yourself, to make peace with yourself, to date yourself. Because how you treat yourself is how others will treat you. How do you want to be treated? What do you want it to feel like? Is letting go going to get you closer to that emotion? To the giddy, joyous, flirty, passion, romance that you've been seeking? To be free? To feel safe? Because maybe the letting go has been so hard because of the fear that is attached to letting go, which is what waits me on the other side. We're so afraid of the beauty, success, and greatness that lies before us that we almost self-sabotage what God is blessing us with because we're afraid to let go. And letting go is where the real test is. Not just for yourself, but for the people that you're experiencing this with. We're constantly showing up as the teacher or the student in every relationship dynamic. And there's several layers to that, several scenarios. But how do we play this game of life and dance with this energy, the divine feminine and the divine masculine? this cosmic dance of mm, groovy, groovy vibes where I feel like, okay, this is a lot of fun, but it's probably time to let go because fantasies are so fun. But how much more fun can it be when it's your reality? So you let go of an idea and you open yourself up to something new, 
something different, something fresh and easy, something healthy and safe, something flirty and fun. because we've been led in such a way that we trust ourselves and when we trust ourselves we can trust others so you loosen the grip you begin to let go you begin to let go and it hurts and you mourn you become somber. And then you're reborn. Because now the universe begins to send you all these really sweet, sweet reminders and cosmic winks. That there was more to see more to notice and experience. And because you let go, you're able to feel it because you're not lost in an idea, but you're open to the expansiveness that is you. And then you realize that letting go led you back to yourself. And you are what you've been looking for. 